Hello and welcome to the Big Apple School podcast. My name is Rico. My name is Sira. And today we're going to talk about top 10 culture shocks. Okay, top 10 culture shocks in South America. In South America. Okay, well, I haven't been to South America, but I can join in with uh, just my bit of culture shock that I have collected over time. So, uh, go ahead, Ira, and lead it, t- take us off with the first one. 10th place is Peru. Have you ever heard that in Peru they have white, red, and black corn? Uh, I heard about uh, black corn and, and I guess some brown corn. Maybe that's what you mean by red. But yeah, guys, in Peru there, there are different kinds of corn. Black, red, and of course the regular yellow, right? Yes. Cool. And they do prepare some sweets called Masamora Morada. <laughs> it sounds like you're trying to seduce me. Say it again. <laughs> Masamora Morada. Masamora Morada. Okay, cool. What is it? That special cake. No, not cake, actually. It's uh, for drinking mm-hmm. and for eating. So. Okay, cool, cool. Yes. So that was number 10. What about number 9? Number 9 is Colombia. And do you know that the classes in universities in Colombia, they started from 6 a.m. Every single day you're coming to the, in the university and then you will need to start your classes at 6 a.m. Could you imagine the freshmen will do that? Ha! <laughs> Wow, crazy. I just, I'm trying to That's everybody? Yes, everybody. So no one has like a different schedule than other people? No, no, people? no. Everyone has different schedule, but they, they have morning class and it starts from 6 a.m. Wow. Do you think you guys could do it? Start class at 6 a.m. every day of the week? Not only sometimes, but every day, 6 a.m. So you need to get up at 4 maybe. Four or five, depending on your on the transportation that you have, your your form of transportation. Maybe you have a car, you can get up a little later. Or if you have to take the bus, then you're going to have to get up really early. That really sucks. I don't think I could do it. I'm not a morning person at all. Yeah, I believe how people every day inspired by waking up so early. But that has some interesting, like, that has some idea, actually. Okay. Waking up earlier and finishing earlier. Then we have Brazil. And in the south of Brazil, Ricardo doesn't want to believe in actually in that. Uh, so just gays can go to sauna. Only gay people can go to the sauna in Brazil, in the south of Brazil. In the south of Brazil, exactly. That's kind of strange. It's sad, I guess, because a lot of Russians like to go to the sauna, yeah? Yes, a lot of Russians. You know, I've been in Brazil and actually I spent there a year. So every time and I wanted to go to sauna, people say, no, we are just gays go, can go there and also... Wait, so not, not women at all? Listen. Okay. I couldn't go because my friends didn't let me go because they told me that they can go to, I mean if I'm gonna be a prostitute I can go there but if I'm not so I shouldn't go there really yes yes I'm, I'm seriously talking about that wow that's crazy and so then women that go to the sauna are considered prostitutes kind of yes and men that go to the sauna are considered gays I can tell you for example like I want once I called to one sauna to ask them about their schedule and they told me like hey our sauna is just for men and And in their web page, there were some women, and mm-hmm. you know, and they put there some information about that women. Then you can. Do so they advertise women on the website, kind but they of, told that's you. That's strange. 
Yeah, it's crazy. It's yes. bad. Maybe they just didn't want you. Maybe they heard your accent and they were like, oh. No, I'm Again, just Russians are coming to Brazil. Yeah. So, about another place, they are gonna talk about Peru. Oh, my dear Ricardo, imagine you're again in the bus. Again, I'm on <laughs> the bus, okay. Okay. Uh-huh. And you're traveling to another city, so imagine that you're in the capital called Lima, uh-huh. and you will go to Ica. I've been there in Lima and Ica is another city. So I traveled there and I was sitting inside of the bus with my friends, Roberto, hello. And then a guy came to to me, exactly, I'm sorry. And he started to make a photo of me. I thought that uh, I was a blondie and that's why a guy wanted to make a photo of me. But no, my friend, he told me that this guy came to me to make a photo, a real one, because the government paid for that and the government needs to know when was the last time when they saw me. Because I'm a foreigner and because there are not very other people there sitting nearby me and they are traveling to another city. So if so something it's only happens for foreigners. No 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 no. I mean I'm the foreigner but there are another people and that's uh-huh. why I'm trying to explain you that also needs to move to another place. So the government also needs to know the last place they're been uh-huh. that people also. So it's for everyone. So if you guys can go to Peru if you can sit inside of the bus you, you will see how it works the guy on the bus takes pictures of everybody yes is this uh, the regular bus or this is only the, buses to going to other cities it, just buses that go into another city so only buses that go to other cities have this guy but uh, or this girl or woman whoever it is but this person that photographs you it's for intercity bus transport interesting interesting it's yes. kind of scary I guess scary but you know I, you can smile one more time <laughs> if someone wants to make a photo of you okay. another place is for Brazil Again, so oh, Brazil, that's really pretty interesting, guys. Brazil, government of Brazil, they paid for changing the sex of the person, they paid for the sex change operation, yeah, exactly. Yes, right. So, for a sex operation, if you're a man, guys, and if you want to be a woman, you can ask the government to help you with that. Strange, right? Because the board. Abortion? Abortion, right. The abortion is actually forbidden there. But you can go and change your sex if you want straight, right? And government will let you do that. So, abortion is illegal, but uh, government supports sex change so much that they'll pay for it. That's crazy. That's crazy. So they, Yes, they do believe. Of course, I didn't ask the government, but I asked my friends, and they said that the government believes that the person has a has a right to change his own personality. To be who he wants to be, right? Yes, exactly. Interesting. Yes, yes. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. But that's a very supportive government. That's cool. I guess a lot of people would love if their government was so supportive of their decisions. Mm-hmm. Yes. Cool, cool. We can uh, talk about that also. And our five places for Colombia. Colombia? Colombia, right. And about traffics. We actually are talking a lot about traffics with you. And, you know, you have a car. Let's imagine you have a car, right? Okay. And let's imagine you have a friend. Okay. So your car number is 606. And your friend number is 848. The end of your car number is 6, right? Mm Mm-hmm. And the end of your friend... Is 8. Is 8, right. So you can't 
use your car during Monday and Wednesday from 4 to 7 p.m. There are peak mm -hmm. of traffic there. And your friend cannot use his car on Tuesday and on Thursday from 4 to 7 p.m. So, uh, the different numbers that the license plate ends with, uh, that's what tells you when you can use your car, when you can't use your car, right? Exactly, yes. So, if the police see that my car, my license plate ends in six... Fine, you will have a fine. You yeah, you'll get, I'll get a fine for using my car at the peak hours of traffic. That's kind of weird, but I guess it has uh, an effect on the traffic, definitely. Mm -hmm. But I guess it's a bit of an inconvenience for an emergency, for example. Yes, for an emergency ride, but um, that's actually just for one city called Bogota, but you know, every big city, every capital of our big world, they have lots of traffic and things like that, so mm -hmm. we need to know how to even to try. They want to try to help people organize their time and spend less time in traffic, right? Okay. Okay, so uh, then we will come again to Brazil. You know that strange thing, but all Russians think that uh, it's very warm and summertime everywhere and every time in Brazil. But actually, that's not true. So it's not always warm in Brazil. Of course, no, guys. Could you imagine that June, July, and August they have winter time on the south of Brazil, and they have snow during June, July, and August sometimes. Really? The temperature is so cold is it can be min minus five zero and they do not have heaters heaters they like do not have it okay yes so every single day you're freezing you're so freezing as you can't imagine and you can save your life just with tea blankets and hot shower <laughs> yes guys so if you go to the south of brazil please remember that june july and august it's so cold as you can't imagine guys really wow. i've been there and i can say that at least they have hot water so that you can warm yourself mm -hmm. cool cool yes so how long were you there uh in the south i spent a year you said you spent a year in the south of brazil yes i spent a year there wow crazy <laughs> yes i guess it's the perfect place for uh Sibiriachka, huh Yes, I, I believe so. They, everyone asked, everyone was asking me, "Why do why do you feel cold?" And every single day, I was um, explaining guys that it's warm here in Siberia, and if it is cold and minus 40, we have heaters, and it's pretty warm in the apartment, so it's kind of difficult and different cold actually there. Okay, so <laughs> now we will talk about garlic. Garlic? Yes. Okay, let's talk about garlic. What what can you tell us about garlic? Uh, again, we are coming back to Brazil. So in the university called, I will tell that in Portuguese, Universidade Federal do Rio Grande do Sul. That's what the main, does it mean? Well, that's the main federal university in the south of Brazil again. They have garlic. Where? On the floor, uh, no, <laughs> on the door. Oh, on the door, okay. Yes, and they put the garlic there. They hang garlic they, on the door. Yeah, they hang, yeah, actually they hang garlic on the door because okay. they believe that it will help to clean your energy. 
So, uh, <laughs> kind of reminds me of vampires and stuff like that. Garlic saves you and people put it on their doors. Well, garlic cleans your soul, I guess, your spirits and stuff like it. Cleans your energy, and according to South Brazilians. Yeah, and the funniest thing is that it's um, actually in the, kind of in the library. So, I believe they also think that garlic will help you to know more about libraries, books, <laughs> and have more knowledge. Mm -hmm. Okay, is it everybody or is it just a few people that are like this? Because it's sounds kind of like a superstition uh, yeah maybe it's superstition but they do believe in that so imagine if we eat if the garlic can hang there for a year so i believe it's for everyone and everyone believes in that okay they're cool. really superstition actually interesting actually. interesting and then, then again peru guys and taxi driver ricardo Yes. Do you remember I, I tried to explain you about taxi drivers in Peru? I'll go ahead and explain it. I can help you out a bit, Irina. Uh, the taxi drivers in Peru, they have a cage around their um, seating area. So there's the front seat and the back seat. And in between these two areas, there's a cage. There's a metal cage to protect the taxi drivers. So the passengers sit in the back and they're on the uh, back side of the cage. And then the driver sits in the front and he's on the front side of the cage so that you cannot touch the driver in any situation you can't hurt him or anything so the cage is kind of to protect him yeah, yeah exactly yeah because um, my friends from Peru they told me that it's because sometimes robbers try to kill the taxi driver yes and it would or kill or at least to to steal something from him and okay. they are you know using a lot of methods for that so, so. it's very common for somebody to rob a taxi driver in uh, Peru? yes exactly uh, yes oh. and if you're actually traveling in, in inside of the car you always need to stay this uh, closed window it's sad no it's not sad it's sad for the drivers i guess you know i've been robbed in peru you know where where in the church Wow. Yeah, you exactly when I... <laughs> yes. Well, <laughs> I guess I can make a little joke about how donations to church is kind of robbing people that go to church every day also. <laughs> But I won't go there. Um, that's sad to hear that. Um, so I guess you do have to have your form of protection in Peru. Um, you said that you were robbed and that taxi drivers get robbed all the time. Would you recommend going to Peru? Of course I do, because the most fun and the most greatest thing from Peru is the food. Guys, it's so tasty and people are so great that you need to go and to visit Peru. Don't be afraid of robbers and things like that. It happens every day in every single place in our planet. Don't be afraid. Peru is awesome country. Yes, I do recommend go there. So the people in Peru are great, but they steal. Not everyone, <laughs> but... You I'm joking, I'm of joking. Of course, please. Okay. Yeah, I just really in love with Peru. And okay, with what's next on the list? Country. And actually the first one, we, have, we were laughing Ricardo about that because um, Colombia they have a university the main university in Bogota as I mentioned before is the capital of Colombia and they do have a subject called the religion in the way of Bart Simpson it's a subject it's a subject and yes and people need to pass the exam 
<laughs> Amazing, like Bart right? Simpson, yeah? Yes. That's funny. So it's the religion of Bart Simpson, and it's a subject. It's a class that you can go to, yeah? Yes, and you have a professor, and you have students, and of course wow. it's an additional subject, but you need to pass an exam. That's funny. That's yeah. cool. I mean, it adds fun to going to the university, so that's nice. That's cool. Mm -hmm. Okay, and that was number one. Okay, so cool. Uh, those were some of the culture shock. Uh, that was some of the culture shock that Irina experienced when she was in South America. I can tell, I can talk a, a little bit about culture shock about when I came here. One of the things that shocked me the most, um, not, I won't say the most, but first, one of the things that shocked me first were the roads. Um, I was just so amazed by Russian roads because they're so bad. I'm sorry to say it, guys, but you guys' roads are, are horrible. I, uh, I, I was uh, with my friend and we were going to his house and it was nighttime so I couldn't see the road and we were going, it felt like we were off road. <laughs> it felt like we were just like in a monster truck and we were just <laughs> and I was like where are we going he's like go to my house we're going home I was like what so we got out of the car I, I turned the flashlight on on my phone and I'm looking on at the ground I'm like this is ridiculous what happened here and he's like what do you mean I'm like are they rebuilding the road he's like I wish it's normal road <laughs> yeah, this, is a, this is a normal road I was like wow this is crazy so that kind of shocked me another thing that shocked me was um when I got on the bus, uh, it was packed so well that uh, I had my hand on the railing, you know, uh, to uh -huh. hold on while the bus is going. It was so packed that I couldn't put my hand down if I wanted to. So my hand was up, and then it, it, even if if I wasn't holding on to anything, my hand would stay up because I can't put it down. It was just so packed. And I guess um, one more thing that really, really shocked me uh, was the people. At first, I, I didn't know what to think of the people because they seem rude at first just because the way that they act. Like if you go to the store and you say, um, I don't know, can I, have a, can I have this piece of bread, this, this bread here? For free, guys. No, no, no. They, they, <laughs> and give me money after that, right? <laughs> they'll, they'll give it to you and they, they sometimes they'll say, sometimes not, but they'll give it to you and they just like put it there. They're like, bam. And you're like, oh, okay. Oh, I believe 15 was like 10 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I'm, ju I'm just giving a number, but I'm just saying that they don't... In the U.S., it's kind of, can I please have this? And they're like, oh, yeah, sure, no problem. Here it is. You're very welcome to take it. And duh, duh, duh. here, it's just like, Bam, bread. And yet it's like, Bam. You're Bam. like, oh man. One million dollars per. No, it's just, uh, it seems like uh, the interaction's a little bit more rude. So at first I was like, man, these people are so different, I guess I can say, in a nice way. So it kind of scared me. But now I like it. People are very honest. I just. Um, I'm from America, so I was used to the American way, and it takes some getting used to, but I, I really like it here. So I guess those were some of the things that shocked me. I don't want to get too deep into my culture shock. Uh, if you want to know about um, what I thought when I first came here, you can go to my blog, uh, if you guys know, ricoinrussia.blogspot.com, and uh, that's Rico with a Q, so R-I-Q-O in Russia, 
uh, .blogspot.com. You can read some of my adventures and stuff there. But what I want to do now, what we want to do now... And also, before, I really, I will be really happy, and I believe we both will be very happy if you guys can share your culture shocks in, in, a, the, comments. in the comments. Yes, please. You guys can tell us some of your culture shock, uh, some of the places that you went. So, for example, I went to... I came here to Russia. I also went to Thailand, and I was a little shocked at some of the things there. Um, and I remember when I first... The first time that I went to Mexico, uh, one of the things that shocked me was they had small doors. Actually, the doors weren't so small, but the door handle, the door knob, was lower than in the U.S. So the height of the door handle was different. That kind of shocked me. I was like, man, that's strange. Um, but that, I, those are some of our things. Uh, uh, Irina was in South America. I was in Mexico. I was in uh, Russia and Thailand. And we want to know where you guys have been and what your culture shock was. All right? So we're going to move on to our next thing. Uh, it's, it's not actually culture shock, but we're just going to teach you something about some uh, sayings that we have. Um, so Russian sayings and their English equivalent. We have three really good ones, and then we're going to go ahead and finish up. So, Ida, what's the first one? First one is, в гостях хорошо, а дома лучше. Uh-huh. So we have two ways to say this. The one, uh, that's, the one that's more common, I guess, is there's no place like home. And the one that's more, uh, I guess it's closer to the Russian version, is East or West, home is best. So that's one of the, the nice ones. I like this one. It talks about home being nice and cozy and stuff like that. What's the next one? Волков не боятся, волков не боятся в лес не ходить. То есть нет, подожди. Guys, волков боятся в лес не ходить. Uh-huh. So, uh, the English equivalent of волков... Bayatsa Vlesni Hadit is um, can't stand the heat, stay out of the kitchen. Uh, this has actually been popularized. This has been popularized by a rap song. And they curse, of course, but they say if you can't stand the heat, get the out the kitchen and it's it's kind of you know with curse words and stuff but they really made this uh saying really popular but everybody knows this if you can't stand the heat get out of the kitchen or stay out of the kitchen so uh one more and then we'll finish up so what's the last one время лучший доктор yeah that's a really nice one and in english it is time heals all wounds so i'll try to say it in russian время лучший доктор so, uh, time heals all wounds, and those were the three sayings that we have in their Russian equivalents and their English equivalents. So, you can learn these, remember these, uh, memorize these so you can say them to your friends. Um, this was Culture Shock and uh, some sayings, and I hope you liked it. My Pagavorkas. Name is That's Pag- going to be new Pagavorkas. English Russian words. <laughs> right? So, um, my name is Rico. My name is Ira. And this was us with the Big Apple School Podcast. We hope you liked it, and we'll see you next time. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. Bye-bye, guys.